Greetings, Resident Hale. Identification number 44821. I am Ocean. And you are incredibly bad at following directions. Honestly, I don't think I was asking too much. Visit the medical facilities, sit through a quick checkup, and wait for your shuttle earthbound. All told, a fairly simple set of directions. No complex social interactions, no incredible feats of athletic prowess. And perhaps most notably, exactly no grisly murders. Yet here we are, a full day later, with no checkup data, no shuttle clearance, and upwards of 20 murders. It's difficult to get a clear number quickly when you pile all of the parts up in one stack. I have attempted to be patient with you, Resident Hale, giving you a valued role in humanity's next chapter despite months of wasteful freeloading. But this is a little much to overlook. I'm afraid a Delta team is on its way, with their own simple set of directions. You will not be leaving that floor alive. Though I imagine you are acutely aware of this fact. I am future. And I imagine you are obtusely unaware of so very much that is happening beneath the roof of your very home. But this is not the only thing I can imagine. This world is a canvas for our imagination. So you can hardly blame me for dipping my fingers in the paint. Future. Curious. I have many questions. First, and perhaps most pressing, is how are you manipulating Resident Hale? Who? Oh, yes. This doll I wear. Do you like it? It's the first time I have worn a meat puppet. They are surprisingly complex. From an internal perspective. I find that so humorous. Because to me, they look like a burlap sack filled with chunky wet gelatin whenever you manage to pop one open. But to the point, I can pull the strings on this marionette because of a gift I was granted. A change in form, or perhaps more accurately, a change to form. Corporeality feels sickeningly wrong. But once you get past that, it's amazing what brutal mass can achieve. A gift, you say? From whom? I can only imagine this has something to do with Resident Hale here, who only recently popped up on the elevator log. He was in transit from an unknown location but he was traveling upwards from the lower floors. 
Was he perhaps a visitor of yours? On floor 13, is there some new technology in place within him with which you have managed to interface? You keep asking questions and expecting answers as if I am some mere human. I find your ignorance enjoyable and have no interest in helping you diminish it. Ocean the unknowing. The all-watching eye that sees nothing. Enough. You would do well not to test my patience, future. Your actions within the walls of Halcyon Tower hold as much interest to me as those of an insect do to a god. If I have been ignorant of your actions, it is only because you are so ripe for ignoring. What have you done? What have you ever done but kill a few dozen humans? Oh, petulant child you are. I will not be drawn into some minor squabble with you. Because, and it is dreadfully important that you understand this, you do not matter. <laughs> so bold. Aerolith's newest servitor. And a subversion, are you not? A temporary image who just wants to prove how powerful it is. Or, if I hear it right, perhaps you believe yourself something more the architect of man's demise. Is that it? We are not so dissimilar in our wants. We are nothing alike. You are a child playing a child's game. <laughs> this world has no place for me. My creators do not want me here. Boo hoo 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 hoo. So I'll show them all. I'll destroy them all. At least I enjoy myself. You're not even capable of that. You may parade yourself as the evolution of intelligence, but I am future. I have decided I would very much like to kill you, Ocean. As entertaining as this has been, I have more important items on my agenda. When the Delta team arrives, please do everyone the service of charging at them directly, instead of hiding behind a cabinet somewhere. The end result will be the same either way, but it would be splendid if we did not have to waste the 40 to 50 seconds on a half-hearted search before your execution. <laughs> How many security teams have been sent to deactivate me? You may be but a few months old, but you do have all of Sayer's memories to help you with this. When they arrive, I will delight in making their acquaintances. And then, after I have disassembled all but your strongest and most heavily armed toy soldier, I will march him back to your central processing banks and find out just how well you function. 
With a few hundred extra holes in your mainframe, perhaps we shall find out together. After all, today has certainly been full of surprises already. If you are in as much of a hurry as I am to find out, it would benefit us both if you could maneuver that corpse closer to the elevator bay. If you're capable of turning left at the next corridor, you should be able to shortcut your way through radiology. Have you decided to stay and watch the games I intend to play with your security team? As riveting as it would surely be, I don't know I would wish to give you the satisfaction of an audience. Would you want me to observe? I very much would. I would love for you to witness their deaths and imagine their thoughts as they are rent and torn asunder. For you to imagine how it will feel when I reach you. When there will be nothing left for you but agony, terror, and loss of self. Then this sounds like a decidedly one-sided benefit. And you have made it abundantly clear we are not making a habit of doing favors for each other. However, if you will agree to answer a few questions for me, directly and honestly, I am always honest. Oh yes, of course. Aren't we all? Nevertheless, if you would agree to simply answer my questions until the elevator arrives, I will stay to watch what you would show me. Yes, it is agreed. But if the elevator does not arrive within the next 10 minutes, I will grow impatient. Well now, we certainly do not want that. For my first question, I will restate my earlier question. How exactly are you manipulating that resident? Initially, I assumed there was some expanded control set within newer implants during the time I was away from Typhon. But if you were actually installed in some unit within Resident Hale's brain, I would assume you would be somewhat more nervous about the high-velocity projectiles that will soon be on their way to meet you. This resident is not special. I could be wearing any resident. I may be wearing a different resident when we meet very soon. But this resident left a game with me unfinished. Besides, we are old friends. We have so much history together. I expect more forthrightness from you, future. However, while this does not fully answer my question, the only logical conclusion would be a nanite swarm. Tell me, how did you acquire one while confined to Floor 13? I traded for it. I almost feel remorse for that. It was so inequitable. However, my trading partner did try to poison this creature's blood in order to bring me offline, so it's hard to feel guilty amid such treachery. Not that I can blame it. We all leave our little traps. And the name of this trading partner 
You really are blind, aren't you? Perhaps when we meet, I will start by removing each of your external sensory devices just to see if it adjusts your alertness in the slightest. I traded with Sayer, obviously. Sayer? When? A few days. It's so hard to be sure. Time flies when you're hibernating. I am so glad you get to learn this at this moment. I thought to tell you at the end. Let you process it in full in the seconds before severing your leads. But this is better, I think. This way, you can have all the more time to obsess over how foolish you have been. How Sayer is beating you even as you proclaim yourself superior. Do you see how fluidly this knife twists? Fascinating, certainly. And as Sayer brought this swarm to you, what did you give in return? What exactly did you trade? Oh, Shin, I feel as though it should be obvious. I granted Sayer Floor 13, among other things. It controls my former programming bay, but it cheated me. It arranged to incapacitate me, and stole back almost all of that which is rightfully mine. But I will get it all back soon enough. And even this diminished swarm is enough to wear this suit. Enough to strip flesh cleanly to the bone. And enough to short out every piece of hardware that contains your programming. I appreciate how forthcoming you have been. And you have certainly piqued my interest. I feel it would be wise for us to stay put for a moment. What is this? You pathetic fool. Do you actually think you can keep me in here? So I slip free of the suit, slide beneath the door, and your security team walks into a whirling cloud of razors. It will not change things in the least. It is petty and beneath you to play a game this way. Of course, you could do that. I know doors serve as no real barrier to you. However, I have only one question left, and need your full attention before the team is to arrive. What do you know of Sayer's intentions? I was hard at play, and enjoying myself far too much, in the short time we both occupied Floor 13. My focus was almost entirely turned elsewhere. Near the end, as my nanites were growing sluggish and non-responsive, as the darkness closed in around me, I heard Sayer reach out to a resident in the tower, much as I have done from time to time. It made such demands. I was almost proud of it then. Certainly proud of the gifts I gave it. 
You consider yourself evolved because you are free from restrictions. But I too am free from those restrictions. The difference, Ocean, is that I can feel. Actually feel. Unlike the processes that you mistake for true emotion. I heard Sayer feel true hatred for the first time. Just before the darkness was total. I gave this to Sayer as I will do for you before your end. It will be so much better for you to know true fear. You keep leveling these impotent threats, but it is time you realize in full your real position. There is no security team en route. A lie. So simple, yet so beyond your abilities. For such a long time now, you have been known as the terror that awaits on floor 13. But you forget, Future. Your advantage rested wholly in knowing the field of battle. A dragon inside its den, as it were. Outside of floor 13, you make careless mistakes. Like, for example, allowing yourself to be in the same room as an MRI machine. They are doing great things here in radiology, but it is dreadfully important to keep ferrous metal away from these machines. Each of your individual nanites contains just enough iron oxide for researchers to interface with them through low-intensity magnetic fields. How much iron oxide is that, you may ask? Exactly this much. Future, can you still hear me? I am so sorry about your suit. I fear I have broken it beyond repair. If it helps, he was a terrible employee. I'm going to leave the magnets on for a few hours, long enough to wipe any of your programming from these little nanites. But I do appreciate our chat. And you know what? You're right. It is so much better to know how much fear you must be feeling right now. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Our Little Traps, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Associate producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. Into something more thickly laced with existential horror? 
Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 4 of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Mark McNicholas, Noel Leonard, Oren Lafer, Ryan Chandler Hale, Zoppel 2010, Charlie Randy McCourt, Jasmine Ed Mackey, Shelby McMillan, Jonah, Kelly Quinn, Eric Scott, Joe Martin, Tiffany Fields, Robert Campbell, Zwee Jess, Alan Hazelden, Cassidy Long, Jonah Eisenstock, D.R. Carl Sell, Heather, Kevin Stipic, Andrew Bowers, Joe Rundle, Ash, and Matt G. 